0: For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 438. I have brought on the Breakthrough hypno coach, and in today's podcast, we are discussing the importance of subconscious reprogramming and understanding what's keeping you stuck because... When you break through your limitations, you literally become unstoppable.
1: Welcome to today's
0: interview. I have brought on Salma Katab, the Breakthrough Hypno Coach. Salma, welcome.
1: Welcome. Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here.
0: Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Um, so I am
1: living right now in Kingston, Ontario in Canada. Um, but I am an Egyptian American. I lived in Canada, the U.S., Egypt, the U.K., so I've been kind of around. Um, I'm a rapid transformational hypnotherapist, so rapid transformational therapy practitioner. I'm an embodiment coach. I'm a subconscious release technique coach, um, embodied yoga principles trainer, and a belief coding facilitator.
0: So and, many um, okay. all of
1: all of those labels basically means that I work with people to rewire their body, to reprogram their subconscious mind, to um, release trauma, process trauma, release their past, and connect with their soul purpose and figure out what they're doing with their life to feel better. So I take them from breakdown to breakthrough
0: and beyond. Yes, I love that, and that's what we're. I mean, this is totally. Jam- totally my jam what we're going to talk about today. And something you shared with me um, before we got started is this whole idea of so many of us are living in survival mode, that fight or flight stress mentality, which is creating all the dis-ease and um, issues. I call it wrecking havoc in our life. But we're going to talk people through the importance of rewiring our mind and understanding your conditioning and programming programming how you got to today but how you can create a new future um i have a question for you because i feel like this is perfect timing are you familiar with the author michael singer um no, which what's the title of, of his so uh, books his two big books that are well known are surrender experiment and the untethered soul and then i know the untethered soul i okay. haven't yes. Mm -hmm. So he just released a new book that I finished over the weekend called Living Untethered. And why I bring this up, because what you kind of touched on is, you know, we all have trauma and experiences from our life, and we've been conditioned and programmed to suppress emotions and feelings. And what he talks about in this book, ultimately what I got from it is Until we release these blockages in our body, and that's what trapped emotions are, until we release the blockages, we will not live in flow and ease that we're meant to. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that?
1: Uh, I definitely agree with that. I definitely do. and That's actually part of the work that I do almost every day because these trapped emotions, they're not just emotions. They are chemicals that are running through our body, right? And they are always being released based on whatever thoughts we're thinking, the ideas that we're, that we're consumed with, the things that we hear, the triggers that we have learned to start to, to associate with certain feelings and sensations. And so constantly, based on our experience, based on our beliefs, based on our habits of thinking... We are giving orders, our brain is giving orders for our body to release different hormones that make us feel certain ways. And these hormones affect our physiology, how we feel. They also affect our energy. So how we influence our environment and how our environment can attract, uh, can can, uh, react to us as well and can respond to us as well. It influences a lot more than what we are actually aware of. And so these feelings, these chemicals need to be processed. They need to be released. And this is what we talk about, you know, releasing trapped emotions, because we're not really releasing them. where they are stuck in our body, and in fact, they're actually increasing and increasing and increasing if we did it if we don't get to the root cause of what what releases them in the in the
0: first place, what caused them and what continues to cause them. Okay. So the key word I feel you said there is the root cause. And I really would love to talk more about, because I feel like you have a background in this where I can talk about it at a high level. Um, You know, we are conditioned and programmed, especially in a Western society that we bandaid symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. Our, our healthcare quote is all about providing pills to relief, uh, relieve symptoms, but never dealing with the root cause which are emotional and all these experiences we had. So can we talk a little bit more about this conditioning and programming? Because that's who we've become today based on our culture, our environment, our experiences mm-hmm. and, and about this root cause rather than band-aiding symptoms.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, we are conditioned to avoid our problems. We are conditioned to dissociate. We are conditioned to just Fake it till you make it. We are conditioned to pretend that things are a certain way. Um, We're conditioned really not to feel what's actually going on. And that's what happens with dissociation. And this comes from a very early age, this conditioning and this programming comes from a very early age. So, of course, we do that until we realize that we don't have to do that anymore and that there's a different way of functioning. And that's the work that we do.
0: Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. I also offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part, everything I teach, you can start implementing right now to learn more and apply visit heatherhakes.com. Now back to regular programming.
1: Um, Now the root cause of all of the symptoms that we have or The root cause of these feelings, these trapped emotions, the traumas, the things that we're trying to hide from are sometimes very, very, very simple things down to our childhood and our earliest experiences, sometimes they could be in the womb, by the way, Um, all the way to, you know, seven years old, eight years old, we are not cognitively developed enough to understand everything that's happening and why it's happening. And at that stage, we believe that everything that's happening is caused by us or happening to us as well. So if I am a child and my parents are fighting, for example, in front of me, I believe I am the cause of that. It's because of me, Um, which means that I'm not good enough. And if I am unable, and and then I believe that it's also my responsibility to fix it. And if I am unable to fix it, even if I'm a two-year-old, if I'm a three-year-old, then I am not good enough and I am helpless. So it could be something like a fight. It could be something like my mother was, you know, busy with, with my younger sibling breastfeeding my younger sibling and she left me. And I am thinking, oh, you know, it must be that I'm not good enough for her attention. I must be invisible. She doesn't see me. So in the end, the root cause doesn't have to be a big traumatic event. It doesn't sometimes, of course it is, but sometimes it's something really simple. It's almost a misunderstanding from our part as children and something very simple that we didn't get a chance to understand um, well. So we've, created a meaning to a situation and that meaning has to do with us and the beliefs that we really the core beliefs that we usually have that are responsible for most of our issues are I'm not enough I don't belong I can't uh, connect I am different or um, something is not available to me something safety is not available to me love is not available to me because we think that our environment is the world So if it's not in my home, then it doesn't exist. And if I'm a little younger, if it's not in front of my face, then it's not here. It doesn't exist. Right. So it depends when our mind has decided, has made an imprint from a certain experience, got that meaning and about myself, about my world. And now that's the root cause. That is really the root cause at that point. This compared combined with the programming of um avoiding our problems compared with the programming of of dissociating of distracting of trying to be uh, trying to please others trying to follow a certain programs trying to meet other people's standards and expectations of us those two combinations means that This belief just keeps repeating. I keep repeating this negative belief. I keep seeing everything around me, confirming it. My mind keeps releasing certain chemicals into my body, making me feel worse and worse and worse about myself, making that belief um, feel truer and truer and truer every day. And so I'm building trauma and I'm not dealing with it. I'm not noticing it until at a certain point, I'm in my mid thirties and boom,
0: (laughs) Yep. yep, collapse breakdown. Can I share with you, this just comes to front of mind, everything you just explained. I would like to share a, a personal story because I, I feel like people can relate to that, how I understand what you're saying. So I didn't realize this till I was 32. So just five years ago. Um, and now as an adult, I understand. So my, my dad was the sole provider. My mom was a stay-at-home mom and my dad worked a ton. Obviously I know now as an adult, my dad worked work as much as he did and had to travel work to provide for our family. But mm. as a young girl, and I didn't realize, realize this until a guided meditation when I was 32, as a young girl, I created a story that I wasn't worthy and deserving of my dad's time and attention.
1: Yeah.
0: And so through my teens and twenties, of course I dated emotionally unavailable workaholic men. And I finally came to the realization and awareness of personal responsibility, Heather, the face changed, but the experience was the same. I continue to date the same kind of men. And I realized I was the common denominator. So I just want to share the point of this, a young, innocent child, that wasn't the truth, but that was the seed I planted and I fertilized. And that's what I continued experiencing into my adult years until I changed the narrative, had compassion, hugged that young girl to let her know you know that that wasn't the, the truth and I rewrote the narrative yes. and from then of I mean by choice but by doing the work I 100% dated and attracted totally different kinds of men
1: uh, that, that's great that and that that story that we all do this we yeah. all do this. We repeat mm-hmm. that childhood pattern because it's based on beliefs. It's like an mm-hmm. equation in your mind, yeah. right? And a lot of us, you know, we want to fix it. We're that little young child that still thinks you can fix the situation. I can make my father stay, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's number one. I believe he's leaving because I'm not good enough. He's leaving because he doesn't care about me, but I can fix it. I can make him love me. So what do I do? I go and I subconsciously, this is all happening subconsciously It's based on my energy and my thoughts and certain things that I'm not even noticing about how I am embodying myself. I attract to me the kind of person that, like you said, is going to be emotionally unavailable. It's like I am picking that person specifically. I am trying to find the one that can play the role of my dad. And then I find that person and I do everything to to try to fix it, right? Because that's the urge that I have. I have a compulsion to fix it, to find a solution. But then I still have the belief that I won't be able to fix it. I'm helpless. And yeah. therefore, I put myself in a situation that I will not win to confirm to myself the belief that I
0: was right. I am not good enough. So we, we, we're circling back. And these are the self sabotage techniques that are a lot of times unconscious, right? But on that note, I would really like to emphasize that we try to fix the external, somebody else, get a new job, move to a new city. But I feel it's an inside job. So if we fixed the, if we healed and released those patterns and the habits and the subconscious programming, then isn't it true that the external environment reflects that?
1: 100%.
0: 100%. I mean, even if the external
1: is, even if that person, you know, that was emotionally unavailable, ended up committing to you, loving you, doing, you will not be attracted to them anymore. Right. Because they're still, they're, they're not aligned with how you internally feel. So then you're going to find some reason to leave them. And you're going to go ahead and repeat that old cycle again, because that's what you're stuck on. So yes, you need to go back and to do the work and to face yourself. And what I do within my sessions just around this is I get you to connect with your inner child. You go back to that root experience where you acquired a certain belief. I help you become aware of that belief on a subconscious level. I usually do this with hypnosis or there are other techniques as well. You're aware of that belief on the subconscious level. And then I'm like, all right, well, how old are you here? Oh, I'm three. All right, what's going on? You, you tell me what's going on. And then we start reframing the experience because you're still the same person. You're the three-year-old and you're also the 37-year-old that's talking to me. And so I'm like, well, what do you think is actually happening? Oh, well, I know that my father was busy because of this. This is, he actually was doing this out of love, blah, blah, blah. So what is it that this three-year-old actually needed? Well, they needed A, B, C, D. They needed to understand, they needed their father to hug them and tell them how much they love them. All of this. So we give the three-year-old part of you, whatever it needed, yeah. and then we upgrade them because you're not supposed to stay that three-year-old anymore. That three-year-old should not be running your relationships when you're in your 30s. Right. Yeah. So we have to upgrade that three-year-old and be like, all right, hon, I'm going to put you in my heart now you are safe with me, you can grow your your back now, you're heard now, you've expressed yourself, you've gotten all of your needs, and now let me bring you into my world, let me show you that I'm actually 37, look at me, look at my credit card, look at the car I drive, I'm not a three-year-old anymore, I'm not helpless anymore, I have so many friends, I have so much love, whatever it is, so you, 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 this is all on the subconscious level, you show yourself that your reality has changed. That old version of you is not you any longer. You are way behind, past that now. And then you've reframed, you've changed the belief, you've upgraded your inner child, you put them in a safe place. And now you are free to, um, you can go back and say, that three-year-old is not me. That person that was chasing, chasing emotionally unavailable men, that's not me. That person that was yearning for the father, that's not me anymore. And this is part of the process. And then with, with the work that I do as well, as then we program in the new beliefs and the new behaviors and we work on manifesting. So if I am, if I have always been, um, attracting someone like my father, I mean, I, I love my father. My father isn't the kind of man that I want to marry. I don't want to marry my father. Right. So who do I want to actually attract now? Yep. Let's think about it. Let's visualize it. Let's be very, very specific and align myself and my beliefs and my emotions and my energy with that kind of person. Become the kind of person that is um, that would attract someone like that, that would be in alignment with someone like that, and then figure out what I want to do past that as well. So I actually do this in like one session, right? Like this entire process is not like a long thing. This could be in one session, but that's pretty much what we do with when it comes to changing those beliefs and and doing the inner child work to interrupt those patterns, to dig to the root cause and just let go of them. Um, But I mean, I do want to say something that not everyone is ready for that change in that moment because if somebody has experienced trauma and it could be you know big T trauma little t trauma but if they are overwhelmed with trauma in their body mm. we can't just go in and 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 think about those experiences and go back to that root cause and 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 do everything that i've just explained we first have to create space for them to feel safe to even access those memories and to do that we must you know, access their body, help them find a safe space in their body to and make space and more and more space in their body for them to, um, for them to, to feel comfortable, to even feel like they could have a conversation that they could even talk about the situation that they're in, the problems that they're experiencing without re-traumatizing themselves. So that's, that's something that's, that's really important because if you jump into that healing work without clearing the space for you, without feeling safer in your body first, without processing some of the trauma, releasing some of the trapped emotions, even without
0: talking about anything, then you, there is a risk of re-traumatizing you. I have a question for you. If we could summarize everything you shared, because I think it is so powerful and this is something, you know, I get to talk about a lot, but for somebody who's newer to this, I love giving, you know, like a three-step process or kind of a how-to. So here's my takeaway. And I just want to see if I got it correct. What I understand is, is that one, you have to feel it to heal it. I really love that. Easy. So if we feel it to heal it and we, you know, find that root cause and we do this reframe, which are creating new beliefs, then it's like we have a new foundation, a fresh start, a blank canvas in which we can live our life from to then create and manifest abundance and prosperity and health and ease in our life. Yes. yes. Okay. So what, if
1: I were to just put these steps in order, the first thing that you do is you need to feel how safe is it to access your body right now. Mm -hmm. So is there a lot of trauma? Are you carrying a lot of trauma in your body? Are there lots of trapped emotions in your body that if you were to access any of those memories, you would overwhelm yourself. If you, if there's any risk of overwhelming yourself, then the first thing we need to do is figure out how to regulate our nervous system, calm ourselves down, shift from that fight flight stage or shift from that, um, from that freeze stage back into a regulated nervous system where we are in rest and digest, where we are calm and connected um, and and centered, okay? So that's the first thing. To do that, we might just do some breathing. We might start doing uh, something called like the subconscious release technique where we are isolating each one of the tiny emotions. So we're not taking the whole big overwhelming issue, we're taking like a tiny emotion, we are labeling it, we're feeling it, we are releasing it. And sometimes before that, we might even just need to do movement because if you are moving, you are processing, you're metabolizing a lot of these hormones like like the adrenaline. So it might be movement therapy in the beginning just to begin releasing, to break through the ice, to break through the freezing stage. So you embody yourself, you are moving now, It starts to feel you're creating more space. It starts to feel safer. Then you begin releasing some of the trapped emotions. We're using breath work. So we're releasing that. We're clearing our energy from the fear, from the guilt, from the anxiety. We're letting those things go. And now we're in a safe space. Now let's access our subconscious mind and let's see how we can get to the root cause of all of those beliefs and all of those patterns and behaviors that we are seeing. We do the hypnosis, we get to the root cause, we do the inner child healing, um, the reframing, there are lots of other techniques that can be done at this stage, but it's all around reprogramming the mind, right? And then once we are done with that, now we can, we've cleared all of the misconceptions, we've reframed, we've upgraded the child, and then we can start programming in the new beliefs that the new program. That is going to result in a different reality completely. We do that and that's on the mind level. I will probably send you a hypnosis recording because through the repetition, you are listening to something, you are visualizing it, you are making it happen, you are coding in, reinforcing those neural pathways. So that's one one stage. And then you, you have that going, but we don't stop there. We need to go back to the body because you have to rewire your body. All of your life, you've been embodying a certain personality that was a result of a certain conditioning and certain programming. You wanna break free from that. So you can't believe that I'm enough but then you're really, you know, you're you're contracted and you're shy and you can't make eye contact and you're very small in, your, in how you're sitting and how you're standing. That's not how a confident person is. That's not how someone who believes they're enough is. So then we do the work on the body level with maybe like embodiment coaching, which is something that I do as well, to get you to extend beyond who you were, to integrate all of the different aspects of yourself that you know you didn't know that you could do before you weren't allowed to do before once now you have the right beliefs you have your body is aligned with your mind and your your thoughts your mind and your feelings and your energetic field now let's talk about what it is that you want to create what do you want to manifest what kind of reality do you want And now you're at, you don't have like energetically, you don't have doubts, you don't have fears, you don't have all of these things that are going to counter whatever it is that you're trying to manifest on an energetic level. Physically, you are aligned with what it is that you want to create. So your body is supporting you. It's influencing your environment, people and things and opportunities are responding to your body and all of the actions that you do with your body. Your thoughts and expectations have completely changed. So you're doing the right things. Everything's in alignment. It's automatic. It's not, um, it's, it's, it's. There are There is nothing holding you back anymore. And guess what? When there is, when you do feel that you're hitting like a, like a little wall, you are aware of it now because mm-hmm. you're in your body. You know what your goals are. You know what you're manifesting. And now you know the way. Your body has learned that healing is possible. Your body has learned that, oh, there is a control center back there. I can just tweak this thought now. I can change this behavior now. I can work on my body now. And so you go back and you can start self-healing. You can depend on yourself, right? And you find your purpose, you're living your life, and then you take it step by step. So that's pretty much what I do with breakdown to breakthrough and beyond. It starts with releasing your past, then rewiring your body, reprogramming your mind, raising up your energy. So your frequency, letting go of all of these trapped emotions, all of the dense energies and being in the vibration of love and compassion and gratitude and peace and and power and and knowing that you are a creator it's not just about the law of attraction it's the law of creation now Mm. so you've expanded beyond that right and then realizing your purpose why are you here what is your potential and do and be whoever you want to be and you're meant to be. And you know what you want to change your mind? Change your mind. It's yes. okay. You, it's, yes. it's like painting, do whatever you want.
0: Well, this is a lot of work that Dr. Joe Dispenza does. So if you need a more or would like a more scientific approach to this and understanding neuroscience, he really teaches that brain heart coherence. What I would love to hear from you, because I really want to empower people so they understand, okay, I can go from survival. I can go from stress, worry, anxiety, a way of being into thriving, this new reprogramming, this new rewiring, this new um, expression of yourself. But can we touch on, because I love this side of it, the energy aspect, that manifesting, that now we can go from thriving to beyond to literally you know, you can uplevel your your money because I think that's a big thing for everything, right? We all have stories of what we grew up in, but I mean, you can have all the money you want, and the home you want, the travel, the bit, you can have whatever you want. So, can we touch on? I know we're short on time, but can we just touch on the energy side of it and what's possible once you do this work and this journey of, you know, now we become limitless.
1: What's possible is everything is possible. I believe that everything is possible. It's just about where are you right now? So know that this is what I'm feeling. Get in touch with yourself and body. Again, it goes back to the body. It goes back to feeling it. It goes back to understanding, all right, I'm feeling shame right now. If you feel shame for any reason, you're not going to be attracting the best things. If you feel guilt for any reason, you're not going to be attracting doubt, anxiety, helplessness, all of these, even apathy, grief, all of these feelings are very heavy and they, they're not helpful to attracting, right? So when I know that I am having these, that this is, because these are chemicals, like we put a label on it, that this is grief, but this is actually some hormone, some chemical running through our body that needs to be released. So I name it, I feel it, And I let it go. I'm not holding on to it. I'm not thinking, oh, no, this is why I'm having, you know, this is why I'm sad. And this is why I've been sad for the rest of my, all of my life. I'm just, I'm feeling it. Yes, I'm sad now. 90 seconds. Let it go. There are techniques. There are techniques that you can do yourself. You can just breathe it out. Release it. The power of your mind. You can say, I am releasing it now. Take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Let it go. It's done. Okay. Okay. You're clearing your energetic body now. And as you are doing that, be mindful of, well, what are my goals? What do I want to do? Take an action. Is it aligning or not? If the action is not aligning, if you're not getting the results that you want, go back into your body, release some more. That is the indicator because once you, are, once you have released, you are raising your frequency, whatever it is that you want to manifest, it will come to you. As long as you also feel empowered to take some action, it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the perfect action It doesn't have to be the most complicated thing. But some kind of action, because when you take an action, that is proof to you, that your body is in alignment, your body, it's, it, it doesn't have to be something hard, You're not pushing, this is not about discipline, this is not about willpower, this happens intuitively because when you feel good, you start acting in a different way. You act in a different way, that movement of your body, that creates a a vibration around you, that affects your electromagnetic field, it affects how you influence everything around you and it starts responding. So, I mean, you mentioned money, I might have a lot of money. You, you can't imagine how many limiting beliefs are around money. How many fear people are afraid to have money. They feel guilty when they have money. They are scared of, you know, if I have money, someone's going to die. Like there are lots and lots of thoughts that we have been programmed into us around money. Once you get rid of these feelings and then you get rid of these thoughts, you tweak them, then see money comes to me. It always increases. It sticks to me. Everything like you so you have different beliefs and then you can start feeling it. Now, if you are making, you know, if your set point, if what you are comfortable with is say like a thousand dollars a month, right? You and you say, well, tomorrow I want to make a million dollars, sure, it might happen, but likely <laughs> you're not gonna make that jump because you know it's it's harder to shift those beliefs to that extent. I believe if yeah. you can shift it, yeah. it might happen, but a more, um, a a more intuitive way is to do this over, you know, a short period of time where you are 1000. No, no, no. Now I can do 10,000. I'm comfortable with 10,000. Now you're testing 100,000. All right. How do I feel? What kind of feelings do I feel around 100,000 point? Clear them, change those beliefs. All right. Now I've tested it. I am receiving the 100,000. That gives me more confidence. So now again, I am re-exploring those beliefs and I'm testing my feelings. How am I feeling now? Okay, I can make a million dollars. I can make a hundred million. Why not, right? Why not? But you have to, it's like a calibration. Yep. You go up and then you, you assess. You go up, you do some work and then you assess. So it happens. I,
0: I totally believe in this. Totally nice. believe in this. I mean, I love this work. And I think we could go a whole entire episode on all of that energy and frequency and manifestation. Um, But I, I wanna ask you, because we've touched on so much and this is powerful work. What you're doing is powerful. And again, I want to empower people that you have this potential that you know go on the healing journey. And then, I mean, we are unlimited beings, but you gotta do the work. So here's a question I have for you. Because we touched on a lot. What is one key takeaway you want listeners to get?
1: Um, earlier, I was, I was telling you that healing is just the beginning of the journey. Um, but I also, another key takeaway is that you can heal. You can change your life. You are a lot more powerful than you think you are. And you are more than, you, than who you think you are. You are not limited by this personality. You are not limited by this history. There's so many aspects of you. And if you can connect to those aspects of yourself, all of the aspects that you have suppressed or that you have repressed,
0: you are going to be unstoppable. Yes. Unstoppable. Preach. Seriously, though, I I love that message and I couldn't agree more. What I'd love to do is ask you a few rapid fire questions to wrap up the interview. Yes, go ahead. Yay. First one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Um, I, I love live and let live. What does it mean to you?
1: It, it means I'm owning my reality. I live the reality that I want. I don't force anyone and i am no one else can force me there's room for all of us to be who we are there's room for all of us to live in in parallel
0: realities if we want to that's okay what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend
1: um i highly recommend uh well right now i have the body keeps the score i highly recommend that um by let me just grab that for you. So this one right here by Basil Vincor. This is really good in terms of healing. Uh, is it hard to see? It's not focusing. Okay. The body keeps the score. I don't know how to focus it more. Is this better? There. Yep. Awesome. What Perfect. is the subtitle? Um, brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. Okay. Um, there are, there are so many good books. I mean, that's another thing that I would like to tell people. You can't imagine the resources that are available. Mm-hmm. Conferences, summits, podcasts, talks, books, healing is possible. The modalities, I mean, I mentioned in the beginning, like a few that I am trained in and I'm certified in. There are so many more, so many more. Once you have decided that you are ready to heal and that this is something that you're going to work on, all you're going to start attracting all of these opportunities, all of these resources to you. It is limitless because I believe that the universe, that God wants to support our healing because again, going back, healing is just the beginning. We're not here just to heal. We're here to, to do something. To grow to expand to be beautiful to raise the vibration so we are here to create yeah and to enjoy what it is that we're creating and we can't do that if we are if we're unhealed we can't do that when we're traumatized right so healing is only the beginning so yeah
0: final question what advice would you give your younger self
1: Uh, going back to what you were saying, start on that gratitude journal (laughs) much earlier in life. Um, yeah, be more mindful, know that you, that you are more powerful, hold on to your freedom. Don't worry about fitting in. Don't worry about belonging. Um, you are enough. You are worthy. You are loved. You are love. You are a creator, um and just just really be yourself and know that you don't have to limit yourself with whatever it is the world is trying to limit you uh, around. You are more than this. You are more than than what we are seeing, than what others have conformed to. We can be more than that, and it's okay. Be big. Be too much. Be too loud all of these things that we are programmed especially as women not to be anymore be it if that's you just be it because that's your full energy your full potential right there don't dim your own light don't become small you are so much more powerful and just and just know that and and know that you can heal know that it's okay because in this human experience we are there will be setbacks there will be experiences that make us feel Uh, a little more dense there we guilt is a normal emotion fear is a normal emotion shame is a normal emotion it's not that we don't ever want to feel these things allow yourself to feel them that's okay because when you feel them you know that helps you figure out what it is that you actually want what do you want to manifest what makes you comfortable what makes you uncomfortable so feel it process it release it and go higher and higher if you are in a higher level, you might feel guilt all over again. But you're feeling guilt when you're in a in, a, in a higher level, right? Or you're feeling shame at a higher level. That's if it happens. Then again, feel it, release it, and through that process, you're going to find yourself elevating even more, elevating even more. So don't judge yourself, don't judge your feelings, don't judge your experiences. And I mean, I I think I I I talk a lot to my inner <laughs> to my inner girls. So I have a lot to say.
0: Yeah. Well, and I loved that. And I truly loved our conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave me a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet connect with me on the social platforms, you can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.